we're all worried about the state of things. Grieve on our loss and what it means. Choosing between our wallets and the price of a human being. This what we're Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm Marla Williams, your new host of Love Living Life. And it's just an honor to be part of the Lift Your Spirits Radio and be able to hang out with Benny Mathers every month on the first Friday of the month. That song you just heard, I love. Pricey Diggs does a phenomenal job making people feel like community. He has this song that he just wrote, Distance, during COVID. And if you listen to the song, which we'll play more throughout the show, you're going to see how he talks about even in the distance and COVID, we can all make a difference. And that's what he does every single week. On Friday nights, Mark McMillan and Annie Borson of Pricey Diggs do a free Friday night concert. It's from six to eight every Friday night on Pricey Diggs Facebook and Pricey Diggs um, YouTube Live, it's called, or YouTube Streaming, I think it's called. And it's so cool. There's people from all over the world, people that follow Pricey from all over the world are joining us on Friday night. And he talks to us and banters back and forth. And it's like a community. It's Friday night date for my husband and I, and my big sister from the Cayo house, Linda Covey's always on the call with her husband. So I have somebody to chat with. And it's just a phenomenal night. In addition, stay tuned because I will be posting and announcing when Pricey Diggs is headed north for a tour in Washington. And so that will be an exciting um, program process, uh, an exciting concert to be part of. So I'm very excited to have the chance to recognize Pricey Diggs today and their music. Find them again on Pricey Diggs YouTube live streaming and Pricey Diggs um, Facebook Live and PriceyDigs.com if right. you want to hire them. And a great. chance to recognize that you still do date nights, which I think is all very I important know, right, right now, right? Especially during COVID. Aww, you know what a big God. deal it is? I know when you're <laughs> home and you're not able to always go out to right. actually have a date night. We make a nice dinner, sure. pull out some nice wine, listen to the music. Benny, you should join us on Friday night. Well, well, hey, that might be through the crowd on a date night. So I don't know, like, what's your guys' space? You know, like, (laughs) the travels from upstairs to downstairs is like, hey, we're going to commute for the date. (laughs) Well, that is our date. That is our date. Yeah, that is our date. It's just like work. You know, you commute upstairs or downstairs. It happens for some. Yeah. The gas station, I never thought of this. The gas stations must be suffering. (laughs) Nobody's driving as much. So, or maybe they are and driving around. Anyway, I'm so happy to, this is my first solo show of Love Living Life, which is part of the Dina Marie Lift Your Spirits um, radio on every Friday, and I'm on the first Friday of every month. If you tuned in last month, you heard my story about how I moved from stress and burnout into a life that I love. And part of that journey was really understanding how food impacted my life and my health and my well-being. And I want to introduce a guest today. Actually, hey, Benny, are you there? Yes. So food impacted me in my life and my health. Mm -hmm. How does food impact your family? You have two young sons, I do. Mm -hmm. 
Do you notice a difference based on what they eat? Like, let's say Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Um, they do they trick or treat? Do they get candy? Well, we didn't this year because, of course, uh, <laughs> what we're going through. So a right. lot of the neighborhoods were kind of shut down, and it was really kind of uh, quieter, so to speak, than in yeah. in previous years. Their mom and I do a pretty darn good job on regulating how much you know sugar intake if we're going to speak specifically for Halloween or special moments and stuff like that. Uh, so I do see a slight change because we do kind of regulate it or regulate yeah. it. And for the most part, though, we don't have too many issues other than like just texture issues. Um, and there's no peanut allergies. They just don't care for the taste. Uh, so, you know, when you get like, I don't know, tapioca comes into, you know, kind of like my head because, you know, it's kind of like, whoa, it's like kind of like this smooth thing. And you got these little bubbles and they're like, whoa, what's going on so those are kind of just little things that we only deal with on on my side of things. But everyone else, I mean, they're doing pretty good. 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 Yeah. Well, what I found in my coaching business that a lot of people do have issues, and I found in my own life, I started getting inflammation, couldn't figure out what it was. And my doctor said, hey, you have a gluten intolerance. I'm going, no, I love bread. You're not taking it away from me, right? Yeah. And so there's, it's usually the thing you love the most that, that starts to affect you. But my guest today has a similar story to mine. She moved from stress and burnout into transforming her life, which she will tell you about where she's going. But um, I want to take a minute today to introduce my guest, Rachel Storing of risingroots.com, which is her new business, which she's going to tell you about. So welcome, Rachel, to the show. Hi, thank you. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you. Rachel, I want you to take a minute so people get to know you and tell us a little bit about your story of how you, where you were prior to meeting me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, Well, before I I go into that, I wanted to tell a sweet story um, uh, about our dinner time last night. We were sitting down to have dinner, my husband and our two boys. And my eight-year-old son, our youngest son, Gabriel, who you'll learn more about later, um, he he asked me, mom, are you nervous for the radio show tomorrow? And I said, well, kind of, you know, but we have an important story to tell. So I'm going to, I'm going to try not to be nervous. I'm going to do my best. And he said, well, in school, a couple of weeks ago, we learned about this singer and halfway through her song, she had a big performance and she was performing in front of thousands of people and halfway through her song, she forgot the words. And so she started making up words. And it turns out that that became one of her most famous performances. And I just looked at him and I said, Gabriel, thank you so much. I mean, how relevant is that? And just so powerful and intuitive for you know a, a sweet eight-year-old to say, I looked it up and it's Ella Fitzgerald in 1960 in West Berlin. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was just it was just so smart. And these kids today, they're so awake. You know, they really they really are in tune, and they have a lot a lot to offer and a lot to bring um, forward to us. And that's you know been a lot of what our story is. Right. Um, yeah, when we met Marla, I had been wildly successful at a pretty young age, Um, but I was extremely burned out and I just didn't know those signs. I didn't know that that's what it was. I had spent the previous 20 years in the legal industry um, building a career for myself. I went from a document clerk to a paralegal to law school to practicing law 
um, and eventually building my own legal consulting business. Um, and in that business, I worked with victims of toxic exposure. And so what that means is people who develop disease or have injury or illness from exposure to contaminated water, um, agricultural chemicals, byproducts of manufacturing. Um, and this was really my first introduction and, and, well, not introduction, but the first time I really put together the connection between the toxins in our environment and the, um, our health. And so I became really passionate about this work. Um, so much so I even actually ended up, you know, taking it out into our community and I petitioned and eventually convinced our local school district to get rid of all of the crumb rubber mulch that was on the playground. I don't know if you've seen that, but this was back in Minnesota. They use recycled tires, tires. Mm -hmm. yeah, on playgrounds, on preschool playgrounds where kids yeah. are crawling around. You don't think about the tires being bad for you. You think, oh, a soft landing, that's a good thing, right? Or, or smart that we're recycling these tires. What yeah. else are we going to do with them? They don't. They don't for the environment. Yeah. <laughs> right. But in, in um, actuality, after some research, I realized it's, it's highly toxic. And so um, when my son, my older son, went off to kindergarten, I ended up uh, going to the school district and convincing them to remove it and replace it with nice. some all-natural wood fibers. So... Um, I was just, I, you know, I worked really hard and I loved what I did. Um, during that time, my husband and I had two boys and our youngest son, Gabriel, was born with severe immune challenges. Um, it first became evident to us through his digestive issues. He had awful reflux and um, watery, bloody stool. Um, he had skin issues like eczema and um, these welts that would come up under his skin, which we found out were like hives that can form in your skin. He had hives on top of his skin. Um, once he could walk and run, we realized that he was wheezing and had asthma. Ultimately, um, he ended up having a lot of anaphylactic food allergies, which kind of just um, amounted to allergies to almost all food groups. Um, feeding them wow. became <laughs> virtually impossible. And, and you're still working full time. Yeah. So In a demanding job, owning your own business, you've got two young children, you're balancing life with that. And then you've got one that's getting sick from everything. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So um, it was a very, very stressful time. And, and that experience, um, you know, coming into that really showed me that not only are there toxins in our environment that are affecting our health, now I'm beginning to really see and understand that there are toxins in our food mm -hmm. that are affecting our health. Um, you know, I stayed up late every night and I researched, I learned as much as I possibly could about what could be happening to him and why. Um, and then of course I'd get up every morning early and I'd have to make special food for him for the whole day so that I could go to work. Um, and then I'd have to administer his drugs. I mean, he was on steroids and albuterol and everything just to send him um, off to preschool. So juggling all of this was was a challenge. <laughs> to say yeah. that. Um, you know, we we really were having a hard time, my husband and I. And so after much 
contemplation and, and just exhaustion of living in that state of anxiety, um, we decided that I should look to sell the company that I had built. So I had built a legal consulting company and um, we started kind of looking around if there would be an interest in somebody purchasing it from me. Uh, I ended up structuring a private equity deal with a company in Seattle, which is how I ended up out here. Um, and we uh, packed up our life and moved across the country. Um, part of the deal was that I would come on and transition the company. And um, it was envisioned that I would stay on then as their chief operating officer. Um, so we moved out here and within the first six months, I, I knew I had made a mistake. Um, I was juggling way more than I had been juggling before. Um, the hours were very demanding. I, I didn't get along with the new owners very well. Um, I didn't get to see my kids or my husband. I remember dropping my son off at kindergarten one day and he's in a new school in a new city in a new state coming from a new house. Mom has a new job, you know, so I'm stressed. He's stressed. And I, I remember looking at the kindergarten teacher and just breaking down in tears and saying, please don't let anyone feed him anything that doesn't come from me. Because I was so scared that something would happen to him. And I didn't know who I could trust. We didn't know anyone. So this was it was a really, really stressful time. Um, another six months at this pace, and I started to get sick. Um, similar, you know, to, to your story about inflammation. Um, I had debilitating migraines. I was fatigued, but I couldn't sleep. Um, and eventually, I I just I collapsed to the ground in in overwhelm. Um, it was really an aha moment for me that I couldn't go on like that anymore. And then I, I, I think of, you know, no stroke of coincidence, Marla, that's when I met you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, it, it changed my life. Yeah. And we actually met at a baby shower and I took one look at Rachel and I could just tell she was completely and totally depleted. <laughs> she looked beautiful. She dressed beautiful. Her everything about her from the outside, and she had this bright, shiny smile. And everybody else thought, "Oh my gosh, you know, she's everything's normal." And I looked at her and I go, "Oh my gosh!" And I went up and I talked to you, right? Yeah. Which I normally am not going to do in a social setting like that, but I could just see you were calling out for help. You needed to figure out how to get out of that depletion, out of that hole. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I was so grateful and thankful, and I. I, you know, I really believe in, in the fate of the universe leading us to, you know, these, these guardians and these guides. And, and so we started talking and you really guided me to find my inner voice um, and not only find it, but to listen to it. And once I did, it was like this yelling of, you know, turn around, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so in, in working with you, um, I, I learned to release these self-sabotaging ways of thinking and, and doing, you know, not being, I, I was a doer. I was doing everything. I wasn't actually living anything. Yeah. Um, I learned they, that. They actually say we're human beings, not human doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <But> are we? <laughs> yeah. That's not how we live. Okay. I think it's time for a brief break. So we're going to continue on in just a moment. 
So you're listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams. Stay tuned and we will be right back with more. state of things grieve on our loss and what it means lift your spirits with me dina marie on Whidbey island i'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul retreats include a healing session for your body your mind and your spirit you receive a reiki session plus a shocker reading experience a labyrinth in the woods Take a walk on the beach and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Lift your spirits at Bayview Healing Suites on beautiful Whidbey Island. Bayview Healing Suites offers treatments in beauty, health, and wellness, and is located at Bayview Corner, open seven days a week. Sonia Sushagani offers acupuncture and traditional Eastern herbal medicine that restores balance within your body, mind, and spirit. You can reach out to her to book your wellness and self-care session at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Take some time for yourself to relax at Bayview Healing Suites in Bayview Corner. In these changing times, it's the perfect opportunity to learn new techniques that can bring calm back into your being. If you are ready to love living life, read Marla Williams' new book, The Being Zone. It will become your guidebook for creating the life you always dreamed of. Learn more about her book and online training program at thebeingzone.com. I invite you to tune into Lift Your Spirits Radio on the first Friday of the month for Love Living Life with Marla Williams. Call in for free coaching advice that is guaranteed to lift your spirits. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Thank you for joining us this morning. You are listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams and my special guest, Rachel Storing of Rising Roots Company. So Rachel, let's get back. We were having a good conversation and had to take that brief break, but you were talking about the stress and meeting me and not being a human doing, but a human being. So let's go on. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, so when I met you, I, I was saying, you know, I've really learned that uh, the busy life that I was living was a state of my mind. And that if I could separate my thoughts from my situation, I could truly find happiness and, and authentic empowerment. Um, within the first two months of working with you, I had enough confidence in the truth of my life that I shifted my focus from my corporate job um, and went back to school and got certified in integrative nutrition. Um, I've since created my own wellness company, Rising Roots, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but we teach people how food can either be a medicine or a poison um, and how we can use food to not only um, you know, feel good and give ourselves nutrients, but actually to reverse chronic states of disease. And that's what we saw with my son, Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have found there's a several foods and gluten was one of them that impacted my life in a big way. Another one was coffee. And I learned from you that a lot of coffee can get moldy and how you're processing it or even how it's processed and where it's coming from. So it's really important to pick a coffee and a brand that is going to pick you up and not make you sick. Right. And I was getting sick from coffee and changed up to tea for now, but there's also coffees out there that are healthier too, that aren't going to make one as sick. Right. Right. Well, exactly. Um, that's right. I mean, you know, I, try to teach people that you don't have to give up the things that you love, you know, as a first step into moving into to better health and wellness, but really just try and find a better quality and um, a more nutrient dense version of what you like to have. Um, I mean, as we saw with my son, Gabriel, he was two years old and he had um, a bite of a cashew about the size of my pinky nail and went into complete systemic anaphylactic shock. Wow. His eyes swelled up, his mouth swelled shut, um, hives head to toe. He had trouble breathing. Um, by the time we got help, I really wasn't sure if he was going to make it or not. Um, and this is from food, right? And so it took me um, a long time really to accept that, that my son could die from food. Um, and so we went to multiple doctors. I mean, I, I did everything I could to try and figure out what was going on. Um, some of the advice we got was put him in a bath of bleach to cure his eczema. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh -huh. Put him on a three week liquid diet where he only has bone broth. So that lasted about two days. I don't even know how or why I did that, but the poor kid just dying wow. for food at two years old, but we're desperate, right? Um, trying everything we can. Uh, you know, he, um, the allergist told us just to avoid the food he was allergic to, which for him meant not really eating hardly anything because he was reacting to everything after that first anaphylactic reaction, his body just didn't turn off. Um, and then there was the time we took him to a, a renowned uh, pediatric pulmonologist and he said, well, if the drugs are working, why are you here? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, a two year old on drugs the rest of his life. Exa right? Steroids. Exactly. Oh exactly. my gosh. 
I know. So I took matters into my own hands at that point. I was done. I was exhausted. I, I need. I really needed to figure out for myself what I could do and, and how we could really take charge of our of our own health. And, and this is what we try and share with families at Rising Roots is that we don't have to outsource everything. We can take back and take charge of our own health. And I've been committed to learning everything I could about the core can and could um, about the correlation between food and disease. And what I have found um, after years of staying up late and compiling knowledge is that our bodies have this powerful ability to renew themselves. Yeah, um, yeah. I've right. read a lot about that. Your, re, your cells are reformulating constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Exactly. So you, yeah. So you can heal. I love that topic. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just think it's really inspiring and hopeful for people to know that because you're going to put in a lot of work and a lot of time and healing yourself. I mean, you know, we don't get to the state we're at overnight and we, we don't get to health overnight either. But to know that the, there is power for our bodies to be almost regenerative the way that the earth can be. Um, it's just so much power that you get to take with you and knowing that what you're doing is going to make a difference and it is going to make a change. Yeah, so I want to break in here and I want to say your son or child or yourself don't have to be at the level that Gabriel is. Mm -hmm. You can have headaches every day mm -hmm. or you can have indigestion or you can have inflammation or a irritated bladder, whatever you're having as symptoms, not only does food play a big role in that, but also thoughts. And you brought that up when you talked about meeting me and starting to change your thoughts, because your thoughts produce neurochemicals that go into your body and your body reacts. The food that you put in your mouth causes your body to react. And those two in concert are always working together. And so just know that this can apply to anybody that's stressed and burned out or suffering from any kind of type of illness. When I first got stressed and burned out, I had headaches all the time. I had tension. I was um, tight jaws um, and I wasn't sleeping well. And a lot of that had to do with my thoughts. I was stressed and I kept saying to myself, I'm stressed. The minute I started saying, you know, I intend for this day to go with ease and grace, or I want to focus on having a calm comfortable day and my thoughts changed how my body reacted just as when you change your food your food changes how your body reacts and I think there's a real correlation between the thoughts as well as as the food and you don't have to be as sick as Gabriel to be listening to this conversation and taking something away from it so continue yeah. on Rachel <laughs> yeah no absolutely I mean 90 percent of our serotonin is created in our gut and so um, our gut and our brains are absolutely tied together. Um, you know, if, if we're not taking care of um, our, our brain, our gut can be affected. Um, can you explain serotonin to the audience? Yeah, so serotonin is a key um, hormone regulator in our, in our well-being, in our thoughts, in our, in our happiness. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we don't have enough of it in our gut, because we don't have that good bacteria there and we're not feeding it those good foods like, um, you know, leafy greens and grass-fed meats and um, vegetables, fruits, seeds, nuts, beans, fiber, um, we can't produce enough of this hormone to then have it go to our brains and allow us to be happy. 
I call um, it the happy chemical, natural. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And so they're, they're finding too that the reverse is true, where if we don't have a, don't have enough good thoughts or enough enough happiness in our minds, it can actually then in turn affect our guts. Mm -hmm. And so there, we're where everything is connected. <laughs> it's well, all the vagus nerve that runs between the gut and the head. Mm -hmm. And they're saying more communication, 90% of the communication is going upward, not, mm -hmm. not your brain, but most of it's coming from the gut and responding. Well, your gut's responding to what your brain is thinking too, though. So there is this circular thing going on that affects how we feel mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, from food yeah. and thought and life. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we, um, we incorporated that into our lifestyle, um, you know, that mindfulness and that, that meditative state and just the breathing. Um, but in addition to that, I mean, we, we really uh, drastically changed everything. Um, we went in and cleaned out our pantry and we made sure that our food sources were clean and nutrient dense and pesticide free. Um, we even ended up throwing out all of our toxic cleaners in our house just because I knew so much about how the environment could affect us. And, and it was just a really a matter of keeping all of us at, um, at bay, you know, like if you have too much um, toxin, whether it's food or environment, your cup can become, you know, can overflow because it's just too much. And so it was finding this balance between living our life and, um, and, and staying, not reacting and, and staying healthy. Yeah, I think it's important for people to understand you don't have to change your life drastically as Rachel and her family has immediately. Over time, you find what will work for you and not work for you. So don't be afraid of this conversation because yeah. everybody has different tolerance levels and have different priorities and you just have to choose what's gonna work for you. So continue on my friend. Absolutely. Um, so we had a lot of success doing this. We actually ended up getting him off steroids um, on our own. His Yay. eczema, yeah, Yay. yeah, that was a, a good year where he was on it, but um, off now. And uh, his eczema went away, and a lot of his allergens and tolerances started falling off of this "do not eat" list. Um, so we did have a few uh, allergens that he was severely anaphylactic to that we, of course, couldn't handle ourselves out of our um, hands. So I did a bunch of research again, and I found a program in Southern California called um, Southern California Food Allergy Institute. And this is a nonprofit doing amazing work um, for children who have food allergies. And what I loved about them is that it was food-based. So we were able to cure his food allergies through food. Wow. Right. Yeah. So there was no medicine. And it turns out that a good portion of our food all fall into the same, you know, nine or 10 protein categories. And so if you can build up your tolerance within the same category to foods that you're not allergic to, you can eventually introduce the foods in which you are allergic to without reaction. Really? Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was, um, it is unbelievable. I mean, this, this place is doing incredible work and so we ended up going down there every eight weeks for the last two years. Um, and that was part of your stress, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, because I'm doing that, you know, while I'm, while I'm working. Um, so we graduated in February and now 
yeah, thank you. Now, uh, there are no limitations on what he can eat. But, you know, did I do this so that he could go back and eat you know, Doritos and, and the cookies and the soda? No, I, I, I didn't. We're still going to, you know, live in this, this beautiful way that we've found in these colorful foods. Um, but did I do this so he could have pizza and cake at a birthday party? Absolutely. I mean, to not have to worry that I feel normal. Yeah. I mean, we're really an 80-20 family. If 80% of the time we're doing our, you know, darn hardest and best to be healthy, the other 20% of the time we're going to enjoy ourselves and we're going to live inside of the world in which we exist. And that's just reality. Yeah. So I, I don't get down on uh, on us or or him if you know we we have that pizza and that cake and and we celebrate because yeah. you know we're alive and, and we're so happy to to be here. And and you really did this in a sense to save your son's life because he was at risk with all those extreme allergies that he had. Absolutely. And your whole family adopted this new way of thinking and being because you knew it was also best for you. Um, but there's a stigma around, oh, you just eat, you know, grass fed or you're just, you're a vegan or you just eat plants or you're plant-based or you're vegetarian. And there's a lot of people that don't understand that because they like what they're eating. They enjoy what they're eating. But I guess my question to people that don't have as much of a vegetable or fruit or plant-based or bean-based diet, how do you feel all the time? The, the, the underlying thing is how you feel. If you feel good, keep doing what you're doing if that's the life you want to have. But if you're not feeling good, stop and take a look because food's a big player in that, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I, I said before, food can be medicine or food can be poison. And we are all bio-individuals. Um, you know, that's really what they focus a lot on in the in this nutrition school that I went to and how not one diet works for everyone. And in fact, I, I don't even promote any diet because I think it's just, you know, it's so unique and individual to each person. And it's more important that we're focusing on the quality and the nutrient density of what we're eating than, you know, whether it's the right number of calories or whether it's, you know, meat or, or beans for our protein. Um, so it's, it's, I mean, it's really true that, that food can lift us up or, or bring us down. I mean, today, one in three children, um, that are born will develop type two diabetes and one, no. in ten, yeah, one in three, um, one in 10 have anaphylactic food allergies and four in 10, um, will experience obesity. What, so, what about the ADHD and the ADD, are those related often to food too, do you think? Do you well, know? absolutely. I mean, like we were talking before about how 90% of your serotonin is in your gut. And knowing that now, and, and this is a, a newer science, um, knowing that now, what we know about the gut and the gut microbiome and that bacteria, um, we really can begin to understand that you'll see a child present with um you know, anxiety or aggression or anger um, or attention. And then you'll discover that they have celiac or a gluten intolerance or vice versa. You know, we worked with a family who um, was having severe digestive issues, ultimately ended up getting diagnosed with celiacs. And months later, 
the mom says to me, who the mom was working so hard and so brave to, to help her child. And, and she says to me, you wouldn't believe his attitude and his anxiety and his depression. They've all gone away since we've taken out the gluten and we've gotten um, in better touch with what makes him feel good after eating. And oftentimes it's one primary food, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's time for break again. And so stay tuned and we will be right back with more Love Living Life with Marla Williams after the break. I know we're all worried about the state of things. Grieve on our love. Tune in every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. for the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer. Learn from and be inspired by local leaders, thinkers, and problem solvers who are tackling the sustainable living questions through invention, collaboration, and hard work. This lively and thought-provoking show focuses on tangible, practical measures that we can all take to reduce our carbon footprint and rethink how we relate to the resources of our natural world. Don't forget, that's the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577. That's 425 425- 3090577. So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. Mark your calendars for the 2021 Virtual Northwest Green Home Tour. This virtual tour is a free educational interactive online event showcasing sustainable green homes, remodels, and energy retrofits throughout the Pacific Northwest. The show runs for three consecutive Saturdays, May 1st, 8th, and the 15th, with different projects on each day. The Northwest Green Home Tour provides an opportunity for members of the community to learn about sustainable building practices from the people and businesses that support it, including builders, contractors, suppliers, and green homeowners. Join them online to see amazing projects such as backyard cottages, whole house remodels, new construction, and learn about successful green building implementation on May 1st, 8th, and the 15th. Registration is free. Donations are greatly appreciated. Experience the 2021 projects by registering at nwgreenhometour.org. That's nwgreenhometour.org to custom design your tour today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. can make a difference somehow Until that brighter day When the dust all settles down and it's safe to come out and play But we can make a difference somehow There's no time to wait Step up 
Welcome back. You're listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams. And my guest is Rachel Ro- Storing of Rising Roots. I have a hard time with that, right? Okay. <laughs> because of all the R's and wow. there's an S in there. So I keep trying to make your last name an R. So we no were having a great conversation <laughs> on people and food and toxins and all that. So let's keep on going and tell me about um, what you're, you know, we've talked about Gabriel, his sicknesses and the impact and how that may impact others. But tell me about how you've transitioned your life from that legal world of toxins and all the stuff you were dealing with into your new life where it's calm and you're much happier and things are going well. So tell me what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, like everyone, we had the whole last year at home and together and the kids were, were doing online school from home and I had transitioned out of my role at my legal consulting company and just finished up my um, integrative nutrition certificate. And so the um, boys and I and my husband, we created Rising Roots and Rising Roots is a family business for families. Um, It's for families and individuals who want to learn the power of real food um, and the real potential to reverse disease. And so we offer um, family and individual and children coaching um, with me. And then we do workshops and classes where we want to um, teach kids life skills, right? It's just not something we learn or have time for in school or our busy lives anymore. And so we want kids to be empowered to go off into the world and know how to navigate a kitchen and know how to stock their pantry and know how to build a healthy plate Um, You know, even packing their own snacks and following little basic recipes um, and reading ingredients and just having that tool as part of their toolbox when they, um, you know, go off and make their own choices and and know that they're going to make strong, good ones. You know, that's important because if you think about it, when my kids were young, I used to pack their lunches. I wasn't necessarily involved. They'd say, oh, mom, throw in cookies or throw in whatever. They'd want the sweets, right? Yeah. Um, But I tried to pack pretty healthy meals. And whether they ate it or not, I have no idea. Um, But trying to establish that. But involving your child in why and kind of understanding in a way that they get and involving them in cooking. Both my boys are actually really good cooks. And my husband's a phenomenal chef. And they learn from a young age in kind of cooking and working and watching him. And so now it's fun. You know, we have a family gathering and one of them is, my oldest is an expert with sauces. My youngest is an expert with all kinds of stuff. He taught me how to make sushi um, and do it in a fun way. So yeah, yeah. so it's really important to involve your kids, not only in meal prep and make it a family activity, but also in what choices they're making in their lunches and why. Absolutely. And, and of course, that then makes our job as, as mothers and fathers and caregivers um, that much easier because then they can start to participate in planning for and preparing their meals. Um, we work with a lot of families who just want to, um, you know, put a plan in place, just have something where they identify, you know, what meals make them feel good and put it into place and, you know, get customized grocery list so that you know exactly what you need to get to make those meals and you have a plan for making them. And then there's no time throughout the week in which, you know, you run to the fast food place because whoops, you didn't have a plan. And obviously that's going to happen. 
Um, but if you can get that piece, those those small daily, you know, habits in place, it really adds up to a lot over time. And I have to tell you, everyone, I have been working, my husband and I decided to work with Rachel before I had her on the show. I wanted to <laughs> test out her beautiful skills as an integrative nutrition coach. She is amazing. She has brought things to our attention, our life, because my husband and I need to eat a little bit differently a lot of the time because of his his structure, his needs and mine. And we've learned how to blend them together. We've learned uh, so much from Rachel. It's just been a phenomenal experience. And we're gonna continue to work with her for a period of time and just know that the changes she's helped us make in our life are making us feel better. We have more energy and we're losing weight and it's, it's, it's a great thing. So, so let's go on and talk about right. some more. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thank you. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that and happy to be a part of your process. Um, in addition to, to that, we also envision um, a community that can come together and celebrate the beauty of learning and growing and really connecting, you know, connecting to each other, connecting to nature, connecting to our, our food and what we put in our bodies. And so we've been reaching out to local farmers and landowners to find space to host farm to table dinners. Um, we'd love to be going into schools and, and bringing the boys with me to teach um, the classes and just get in directly in front of, of students and make it a part of, of what they're learning. And you're also open to any companies, any organizations, women's group, mothers groups, want to bring Rachel in as a speaker to share knowledge and answer questions and to help you in a group setting. This can be on Zoom, this can be on person soon with COVID. I'm not quite sure how that's working mm -hmm. yet. Um, but you're available to speak and, you're, and what I love is your family's a part of it. This is a family business because it's impacted all your lives and you all care about not only doing the right things for yourselves, but the right things for others and in, in doing this in the community. And I think I'm just so impressed with everything you guys are doing. Oh, thank you. We're so excited. My kids are so excited and they really have a, a deep understanding for what this means. And, you know, like I said at the beginning, the, the kids of this generation, they're awake and they're, they're here. They're very present and they're ready to, to, you know, make change and, and build a different way for themselves in the future. So um, I'm just, I'm very proud of them. And, and if this, you know, if this message resonates with you or, or you feel connected or pulled to reach out, please do. Um, I'm happy and so excited to, to talk to anyone about anything we've discussed today um, or anything that's, that's wearing or bearing on your mind. So. Uh, this, I, I have to tell you, Rachel, that, you know, a few of the things that um, most people don't realize are the little things like different coffees and the impact it can have on you, the different um, types of products that are gluten-free. You know, you're saying I'm gluten-free, but there's some that are better than others. And you've just better really, than others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've really, you've really helped us kind of get our head around this. We've been people that love our, we love vegetables. My husband knows how to cook them in a way that they make them, you know, roasted broccoli and cauliflower yeah. we had last night. So good. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's, you have uh, cookbooks you recommend, you have 
different things, you understand kids and what they want. So you know how to make meals or help people plan. You, you'll do meal planning and you'll do pantry cleanup, right? With them? Yeah, help them absolutely. Sleep. Yeah, so talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, grocery store tours, I think, are a big one because I'm really picky about the quality of my food and um, the taste because we have been through every single type of replacement for every single type of food that you could imagine. And I have compiled years of knowledge and notes on all the brands out there, what's good about them, um, which brand is better than the other, and they just love bringing people through different types of stores and introducing them to things that they may feel upset about at first that they have to give up um, because they're not sure you know on this shelf of of 100 gluten-free products which one's not going to taste like bark i mean you know some of it's awful and and awful for you because it's just replacing wheat with corn um but i really do have a good good handle on the ones that taste good and really are good for you. And so I love sharing that with people. And that's a big deal because I have a friend who said, oh yeah, I know I'm gluten intolerant and I just keep getting sick. And I said, she goes, the gluten-free breads are so hard and so yeah. awful. And I said, you know, they're getting better. There's a lot of good options out there now. So I was able to speak intelligently, thanks to you, <laughs> um, to this friend and tell her that it's all okay. Um, but try this brand, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it does make a big difference. And I know uh, you talk about five ingredients max, like on some of the labels for some of the things you buy. And I never, my husband was a label reader, I wasn't. So yeah. I bring things home full of sugar and, and think that they were healthy, right? Yeah, yeah, well, it just makes things easier. If you think about it, um, you know, you don't really wanna be eating anything you wouldn't find in your pantry. And typically when you pick up a product and it's over five ingredients, it's, it's going to be calm ingredients that you wouldn't put in your pantry. You wouldn't eat straight. Yeah. And so um, our rule of thumb to make things easier is just, you know, buy real food, eat real food as much as you can. And if you need that convenience of something packaged, which we all do, um, us included, uh, try and keep it something where you know the ingredients um, and or it's and under five, because then it's as close to its natural state as, as you know, we can get. So, yeah. And just remember that 80, 20 rule, because Mark and I yeah. eat really healthy, like during the week when we don't, aren't seeing people who are doing things, but on the weekend, we're likely to yep. eat with our friends and eat what we want yep. as long as it's not going to cause a reaction in our bodies. Um, but it's something that might not be as healthy. It doesn't matter. We yeah. enjoy life. Life's you only do. so long. That's that mind piece, right? And that's that connection. We have to connect and we have to feel happy, um, not only with what is making us feel happy from our food, but we have to believe, believe into being, you know, that our, that our minds are, are helping us be happy. And sometimes too much, you know, restriction can work in the opposite way. So it's a balance and that's what we learn to teach everyone. And so I'm just, I'm so grateful for the time and, and the exposure. Well, I have to tell you folks, I think that Rachel, her family and Rising Roots is going to change a lot of lives. It's already changing mine. And I know she's had a big impact on other families that she's worked with. So reach out to Rachel at risingroots.com. And it's a rising dash roots when you're looking for it. Uh, amazing, just absolutely amazing. I couldn't be more thrilled that you came on today. I couldn't be more thrilled that we came across each other and I was able to help you move out of stress and burnout. And you were able to help me even make my life even healthier than it was. So I'm really blessed to have you in life and very, very grateful that you were here today with us on this show. 
Any last thoughts or comments you want to share with our audience today that um... well, thank you all for listening. Um, thank you from you know myself and, and my family. I really appreciate it. Um, like Marla said, our website is rising-roots.com and you can find us on social media um, at Rising Roots Community where we're, mm -hmm. we're really inspiring people to get together and, and just make this experience a much more beautiful, um, non-toxic. And I'm going to be one of your first customers at the farm to table when you get that oh, role. Good. I can't wait. I can't wait either. So thank, thank you for being here. Yeah. I also want to take a moment right now to um, thank Pricey Diggs, Mark and Annie for allowing us to share the beautiful song with the audience today. We played it throughout. It'll play again at the end. And when you listen to the replay of this show, if you wish, there'll be the full version of the song. But Pricey Diggs and Mark and Annie are making a big difference in the world just as Rachel is. Um, and I just celebrate people like that, that really care about others and want to take their genius, their gifts and share it with the world in a way that helps others. And during COVID, Pricey, you've been just, a, you've lifted my spirits, as Dina Marie would say, and making me feel good and excited about every single Friday night with your Friday night Facebook Live and your YouTube streaming. So I hope folks can look up Pricey Diggs and join us. And we're gonna end today's show with some more uh, distance. So thank you for being here and we'll see you in a month on April 7th with some more exciting guests and music. I know we're all worried about the state of things our loss and what it means choosing between our wallets and the price of a human being this is what we're Criticize Greed 
spins the hamster wheel. Granny's on the chopping block, effing surreal. This is what we're coming to. Who's in touch with you? We gotta keep our distance, man. Better day to step up. Oh. 